Um, hello, Haifa. So welcome to Sydney again. Thank you so much, and thank you guys for coming. Really, like, um, yeah, I see a full house. I'm intimidated. <laughs> um, so the film has now been uh, travelling for about seven or eight months. Um, I was just wondering if you've noticed any differences in audience a response as it's moved from the north into the south or as it's moved around? A little bit, but generally the same. Like, um, people always laugh when, uh, at the end of the competition <laughs> and, and certain scenes on the roof and they, emotionally they are on the same journey. But sometimes I noticed with the Saudis, they get little things that I put in there for Saudi Arabians. Like, um, for example, the car. There's the car is decorated with certain lyrics that only Saudis will understand. So they will, they will laugh at things that sometimes other people will not see, but usually very, very similar. And yeah, I'm really glad to see. It is very hard when you write something and you all by yourself somewhere and you you think you want people to laugh at this, like you want it is funny, and you hope people will see that it is funny. So when you write it and you direct it and it's out and people laugh, it's such an amazing feeling, like yes, they got it, so it's good. I, um, I was actually gonna ask you about the, um, say, process of, um, say, putting the film together, because it's, there are so many firsts in the film that, I was wondering what you drew on in order to come up with, say, things like the visual style, because it's not like you have a, a tradition of, say, Saudi film to, say, work from. So what kind of stuff did you use to, say, um, work it out? Yeah, your class. Oh, yes. thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and yes, I wrote the script uh, also on the script and, and part of my master's degree, and I think education and training is very important. When I finished the script, I submitted it to Sundance Writers Lab, and um, uh, it was very important for me to get the right training and to partner and like um, talk to people who has done it before and understand where they come and move, take my time in understanding and giving every step of filmmaking the right um, what it needs. And then I watched a lot of films, and I watched films like Iranian films because they are very similar to Saudi. We both come from very conservative places, and we want to tell things about our life, about the world, but we want to tell it in a way that is, does not clash with the society, where people can accept it and celebrate it and be part of it. And it is difficult. So for me, it was to benefit from experiences like that, to... Um, to be able to, uh, to be true to my culture and yet present it in a way that people can appreciate mm, the message too. So was there much time actually during filming for you to be uh, spontaneous or say, did you have to have it worked out very carefully before you went into each day? For filming? Yeah. On shooting? Yeah. No, we had to do blocking before and we, we stuck to the script. No, <laughs> there is no improvisation. Very little, very little improvisation, but um, mostly, sometimes we, we were run out of time, so we had a little bit of handheld camera, which is a little bit follows the actors, but mostly um, we have to be prepared. We, sh we shot in Saudi Arabia and time was, <laughs> 
like we cannot afford losing any time and leave things for the circumstances. So we would plan really well before we go. And I had German producers and German crew. And you know, that is how Germans are. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we worked really hard. So, uh, so one of the wonderful things about the film is the uh, quality of the sunlight. So we like, did you have to shoot at a particular, be aware of shooting at a particular time of day to get that, that light? You know, that light off the sand on the ground or that light in the streets? Um, light was a problem in Saudi, actually, because the right. sun is very intense. It's very, very intense. And, uh, but we shot in a time where it is not very... It is March, which is like... In, in, and Saudi is at the beginning of spring, somehow, like it's winter just finished and we are, and uh, it is dusty. <laughs> so we had a lot of dust in the air. Okay, dust, yeah. And that helped, helped like to grade it and to diffuse it. But um, it was difficult to shoot, the light wasn't, and plus um, filming was not, we weren't, um, we were supposed to film in a certain time where, um, I think in everywhere where it is like not very crowded, so we don't offend people and stuff like that. And um, um, so we had always struggled to have consistency with time. Okay. Yeah. And the day is very short. It's not like in, in Europe until nine, you have daylight. It's like by five, it's over. Yeah, so. So you're shooting in winter or summer? Uh, between winter and summer, it's March. I don't know, spring maybe, beginning of spring. Okay. And where, where we come from, it's not like... <laughs> um, so I am fascinated by your essential character. Um, she has to... The sense of her resisting the world that she's in seems to be... Um, well, how... Did you think about that, say, form of resistance? Because, say, sometimes she seems to just um, ignore. Say, the scene where the girls have to move away from their playground to avoid the gaze of the men up on the roof, and she tends to just go on and play her game. So I was fascinated by the way her resistance works in the film. Yeah. Well, one day I watched the Dardenne brothers, Rosetta. Have you seen that film? and such an amazing, powerful protagonist. The film, my film is funny and light, it's not as deep, as bleak as, as Rosetta, but the girl, that girl haunted me because she really wanted to move beyond her circumstances, her surroundings, and have, she has so much dignity. And uh, yeah, I was inspired by characters like that. I wanted to, to create a female character that is not like, um, like passive or, or just like a victim. For me, it is more like a person who tries to make their own destiny and fight for it. And I think it is very important, like we're in the Middle East, to have people like that. It is very important to give them stories that they can appreciate, relate to, and push forward because the circumstances can be difficult. And it's nice to just like, yeah, give young girls some confidence. Yeah. Um, I saw that you um, didn't uh, present the constraints of her life with a really tight closed frame, like you went from wide shots to close, and I was wondering whether that was part of the way you thought about 
insisting that she is, like, this is the world that she's seeking rather than the world that she's trapped in? Or is that just me fantasizing about the film? Like, because there's those wide shots from on the tops of the roofs and the wide shots of the road. So I was wondering whether such an expansive space was, you know. Yeah. I love hearing that. I love it. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted the close shots because I wanted people to know her, to be close to her and understand her. That is more um, the thing. And um, the wider shots, I want people to see also the country because people never seen anything from Saudi. And I think it is very important for them to see how, how the country looks like and give them an image, an archive of what, what it's like. But I love what you said. It's like, so this is what I'm going to adapt from now on, <laughs> speaking about it. <laughs> okay. Um, so you present a, a society that is, say, very much segregated, and uh, the men in the film are either very distant or they're quite elusive. Um, so that means that sh the people to whom she has to work against are older women. And it seems to me there's a very intriguing, say, generational story in the film itself. You know, like the school teacher, um, whom she, say, manages to play at the end. Um, is, so is that part of, you know, the, the way you present the a society in the film? Or is that partly an effect of having, obviously, the life of a child who is always, you know, at school or at home? Of course, it's the life of a, of a child who's always at home and, um, yeah. But Saudi yeah. is a very segregated country, so <laughs> men and women don't interact. M women are expected to, to exist in privacy, in homes, in schools, always with other women. So mostly that is where they will, in, uh, will, will get their values from and will learn from and all that. So, and for me, it was not realistic to show all women like angels and all men are bad as, as well. Yeah. So that is why women are also the products of society sometimes and they reinforce values that they think is virtuous and keeps the society right. And they, because that is, for me, I sympathize with that because I know that that is what they think. It gives them safety and protects them. And um, yeah, so, and for me, even the father, I didn't want to make him like bad because it is not true. Men and women are trapped in this conservative society and sometimes they take decisions based on what is expected from them and to fulfill an image rather than on personal um, like um, desire or something, something comes from them really. And yeah, it is hard for everyone. Yeah, because that scene where they're talking on the balcony when the fireworks are going off at her father's wedding, I found particularly uh, gut-wrenching for the mother. Um, but I was also fascinated by the way she, the, the young girl seems to um, not, she's very gentle with her mother and there's kind of like a difference between the way her dynamic with her mother works and the dynamic with the uh, school teachers. Like she's say much more forgiving with um, her mum and can see the same problem that her mother's in. Yeah, she should be, <laughs> it is her mother. <laughs> but I also wanted to say, like, she's a, she's a like a mother-daughter relationship is a universal thing. We all struggle with our daughter. I have a daughter, she never listens when I tell her something. So it is, that is how it is. And it is in Saudi, like in Australia. They all roll their eyes and they all say no, and they all want to be, and it is, 
it is a part of the process of growing up and finding their own identity, but that doesn't mean there is no love. It is yeah. like, yeah. So the film is, I think, bookended by two performances of the Quran. The one, the very first shot, which to me looks like you've set up a performance, and the a recitation at at the end. Um, I find the say second scene really fascinating because it seems quite subversive of her to perform that recitation knowing that it's not like heartfelt and that that's her victory over um, the say school teacher to, to a turn such a strongly um, like affective um, experience into a kind of theatre. Yeah, so yeah. Well, when you grow up in a society like Saudi Arabia, you learn how to maneuver the system and use it for your own good. Like, because that is what you have and you have to, to use it. That is, that these are your tools to survive. And yeah, and for me, that is how I, I wanted to show. Like, that is whatever in the society people will use to reach the, the, the ends that they want. And she's a child. She doesn't know how, what she's doing and she doesn't know the implications of it. But. Yeah, I love that scene too. Yeah, I, <laughs> it took us very long to 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 shoot, and um, and I really wanted also to cast a person who has a beautiful voice because the recitation. I wanted it is I wanted someone to recite the same way we do recite in Saudi, and this is the recitation is very particular Saudi. Like we have different regional ways of um, of reciting the Quran. Like in Egypt, in Egypt is different, and Turkey is different, and all over. And this, for me, was was part of the culture that I wanted to show that we have our own way of reciting. And yeah. So did uh, she have to do um, heaps of work to do that recitation like that, or is it is it that say something that she knew how to do already? Well, she has a very beautiful voice when we cast her, and. Um, uh, I, I showed her the, this, this, I had her listen to it, and we had a vocal trainer, of course, because we wanted her to do it right, so, yeah. Okay. But, um, so should we ask if um, our people from the floor want to ask yeah. some questions? Yeah. I have two questions. The first one is, how, di how difficult was it to get a permission from the Saudi government to produce a film like that? Did you actually reach the king himself? And the second question is, did you show this film in Saudi Arabia? And what was the uh, reaction of the religious police and all these other people there? No, uh, I didn't show it to the king, the script. <laughs> that is very hierarchical. I don't think it went that far. So, but, but yeah, in Saudi, we had, I had to show it to the authorities to get permission. And we shot with permission. And as I said, I learned a lot from the Iranian cinema where you try to maintain your voice as a filmmaker but make something that is respectful of the culture where people can accept and we will, they will give you permission to shoot. And that is how it went. Like there, isn't, there is nothing that is against the culture in the film. So yeah, we, we shot in Saudi and, uh, and I showed the film in Saudi in some screenings and there are a lot of young... Um, younger generation and they and it's amazing to see them laugh and at the same places and get moved and one of the Saudi kids came to me after and he told me I know I understand how Americans now feel when they see an American film 
They see their places where they grow and where they... And it was, for me, it was very moving and very touching. But I'm sure a lot of the religious people, not religious, but the conservative people will have something against it because they are against the fact that there is a woman making films and wants to have a voice of her own. And they believe truly that is the society to be pure, that I have to exist in privacy and I have to be an, away from like being on a stage and all that. They don't think that is the right way of how a woman should be, um, whether they like the film or not. And, um, and my approach is to make a film and hope something that is, respects their values as much as it respects my value and represents everyone. Question the value. It, it doesn't respect the values. It questions the values. And I don't think you can show this film everywhere in Saudi Arabia. You can show it only to the young, educated generation. But you cannot show it to anybody else. And I hope you will be safe in your country in the future. No, I am very safe in my country. And I think Saudi Arabia is changing a lot. It's embracing arts and moving ahead and moving forward. And there is a place for women and a place for art. And, but we have to be gentle. We have to be... I understand that people sometimes resist the change and they're afraid of just like moving away from things that makes them comfortable. And I sympathize with that. And it's very important to introduce a change in a way that is not offensive. And... And that is why I am still, <laughs> I'm not, not, not going to be killed in Saudi. <laughs> I notice it was only in the last couple of months that the Saudi authorities uh, announced the, um, that it was okay for women to ride a bike and there are actually controls on it. I want to know if you were just very prescient or do you take any credit for this because they knew the movie was coming out? And have they gone far enough given those controls that you can't just ride a bike freely as a female? I wish I can. I'll take credit for it. <laughs> it was after the film. But I think it's, it, the film created a lot of debate about things like, like, um, young, like about things that is, should be taken for granted, like a little kid can ride a bicycle. And maybe we should be a little bit um, more relaxed when it is not, not something really... She's not a, um, an older woman. Like, she's not in the age where she has to be veiled and stuff like that. So they are trying... It is becoming, Saudi is becoming more tolerant lately. And uh, yeah, it's a small step, but hopefully we move forward. Like we should celebrate changes like that, even if it's small. I feel it is, it introduces um, a mind shift and steers people into the right direction. Hi, um, it was a fantastic film. I just thought it was absolutely marvelous. Um, when you said that you had to obviously get permission of the Saudi government, did they vet the script? Did they change anything that you wanted to present? And also, just following on from that last question, so girls do ride bicycles now in Saudi Arabia, is that, is, is that correct? And do you ride a bicycle when you're there? Well, we have to present the script. So this is the script I presented, and I don't know if we ha they read it or not. We gave it, <laughs> we, we said, it, said it somewhere. But I think they have a lot, of, they have um, a system for TV. TV is very big in Saudi Arabia. And all what we've done is we hired a line producer, a Saudi line producer who did a lot of drama, a lot of TV. And we gave him the script and he got us the permission, regularly like they do with the drama and all that. And, um, and yeah, they can ride bicycles only for recreation like in a in very limited space, not as a transportation. 
Uh, so, and uh, yeah, I don't ride a bicycle in Saudi and I don't advise it because people drive there crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on a beautiful movie. Uh, the film emphasizes the importance of modesty of the women, uh, but your movie shows women's faces very close up. So were there any issues um, involving the actresses and also parents allowing their children's faces to be shot up close for this movie? Well, um, um, the women who are in the film are, um, are actresses, especially the older women, like the, the grown-ups. And uh, the, the girl who did The Mother is a very famous actress, TV, like, um, TV series actress. She was one, she's the most famous one in Saudi Arabia. And uh, all the other kids are extras, so they are hired and we have to, they have to sign stuff, like with the producers, I'm sure they... So yeah, I don't think there's any problem for the actors, because when I wrote the script, I knew I wanted... For me, I'm not a radical person. I'm not just gonna, like, I don't want to clash with people. I don't, I, from, I'm an artist. I want to make a film that is engaging and moving and, and yet maintain my voice. Yes, I want to say things about my world, about um, where I grew up and all that. But still, uh, it is for me, I, I don't want to go the, the outrageous road, you know? I want to make a film more of, of an entertaining me. I want people to enjoy it for what it is. So, um, yeah, they, they're okay. The, and the special, the Wa'ad Muhammad is enjoying all the attentions. The, the, the girl who played Wajida and she appears on TV and she calls me to give a comment and yeah, she's having a great time. She's the star of her school. Yes, look, thank you very much. Congratulations, it's a great film. And I think it's going to be a turning point in, in art and, and culture in Saudi Arabia, I hope so. Do you see yourself as, a, as part of a, a movement? Because as you know, film and literature connect with each other and there's a, a quite a movement in, in novels and poetry and so on in Saudi Arabia for some time now. So do you see, see yourself as part of this and, and is there some kind of societies, clubs which promote this, especially among the young? Because there's a very high level of educated women. I think people don't realize this here and also the TV and the internet and so on, obviously must be creating that kind of environment. If you could comment on this, please. Thank you. Yeah, there is a, a, a whole new wave of artists, of writers and female writers. We have a lot of female novelists and I'm, I'm really honored to be part of that, part of what is happening there in Saudi and it's a moving, it's a moving, changing society. And Saudi Arabia appears very different from the outside than from the inside. It is like, it is a very conservative place and all that, but it is, people are struggling with ideas and trying to move forward. And it is hard, it's hard for, an, for everyone, for me to make a film, for a novelist to write and stuff like that. But it's such a rewarding thing when you are able to make it. And I think, I think it's such an exciting time now because things are moving and changing and there is so much happening in the society. And I think um, in the few coming years, um, we will see um, so much a different, especially because it is also young. A lot of people are um, from Saudi Arabia being educated everywhere else. So I think we will see a way more tolerant place in the future. And um, that's what's so fantastic about the bike because most of the film takes place at the speed of her walking. But the moment she gets on the bike, there's this movement away, say from the camera, and it's this beautiful moment where she goes off towards the road. But 
I was scared that she was going to keep going on the road and, and, and get run over by the traffic. So there's this moment of um, peril right, right at the very, very end. This, this one is meant, really. <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is dangerous. It is not something we can take for granted. And um, yeah, it ha we have to move forward and it is, and we have to have to take the risk. And, but we, it, is, it is what it is, we have to move. I enjoyed the film very much, thank you. Um, I read somewhere that there are no cinemas in Saudi, so any Saudis wishing to see this have to go abroad, but you just mentioned that you had had some screenings, so am I totally wrong about that? I know we had some screenings like for cultural exchange, for small cultural centers, but nothing like, nothing like big, nothing like public, like there's no cinemas and advertisement and all that. So, yeah, but, um, but I think it's very important to bring in the concept of film to Saudi Arabia. People don't understand what is a film. They don't sometimes, they, all they see from film is like, Twilight and blockbusters and all that. It's very important to bring films that are more like this and, and show them how it can, it can come to Sydney and speak to them and represent them. And I think that in that way, hopefully we, people will move away from the idea that film is corrupt and we slowly we will see movie theaters <laughs> in the future. So is it in part because it's a public event? and it's happening in the dark and things like this. Like, is there a public discourse on why there's no cinemas when there's obviously quite a lot of television and DVD? So it's not the moving image as such. So it's the, say, public sphere. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, it's the public exhibition of art for so long. Saudi Arabia went through a very, very conservative phase where a lot of um, com like very restricted interpretation of religion is all about excluding art and women from the public scene and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we are now moving away slowly from that phase into becoming more like normal, more like it was very, very like conservative and now it's a little bit starting to open up. So hopefully, yeah, public exhibition, of course, of cinema, because we have a lot of video rentals and blockbuster places like where you go and rent videos and, and TV is very huge in Saudi Arabia. Okay, okay. Hi, wonderful film, thank you. Uh, one comment, I noticed that outside that bicycle shop is a very prominent little girl's pink bicycle, which to me sort of said the hope of the future. But that's not my question. It's how growing up in your culture did you develop your love and lust to become a filmmaker and what brought you to Australia to study film rather than other film-rich cultures like perhaps France or Egypt or even Iran or, or somewhere else? Um, yeah, uh, I grew up in Saudi Arabia from, in a very small town. I am one of 12 kids. Both my parents are small town and you know, they wanted a lot of kids. So I'm number eight, but I watched a lot, but, and our house was crazy. You know, can't imagine a place with the 12 kids running around. So I watched all films while growing up. My father would go and bring a lot of like movies. So we watched so many films, just, it is all mainstream. It is all like uh, American, Chinese and all that, uh, Indian films. But those, they took me away from my small town, limited place, and showed me Colorado and things like that. 
So I fell in love with the medium that from a very from small when I was really little. But I never thought I'll become a filmmaker. It's just so big, it's so sacred, like making films. Nobody like it is like you know. But when I turned 30 and I attend, I studied literature in Egypt and I went back to Saudi and to work. I went back home, and I felt so invisible as a young woman trying to find my voice, to find find who I am, and. It is a difficult place for a woman to be, and I felt I don't have a voice. Nobody even hear me, and then I decided to make something, a short film, and uh, I made a short film, and I, um, I sent it to a small local competition in Abu Dhabi, and got selected, and I went and I accompanied the film, and, I, and people were just like, "You are the first Saudi female filmmaker," and I was like, "Yeah, I am," <laughs> but I really didn't really intend it to be, and. Um, and yeah, since then I felt it is for me making films is like, like, almost like therapy. It just like gave me a voice that I never, yeah, give me the voice. People are, for, for once, are listening to me. And it is, yeah, that is how I, and I came to Sydney because my husband who's here was assigned, <laughs> assigned to work in, in Sydney. So I, I applied for a scholarship from the, um, from the Australian government, actually. It is called the Endeavour, and uh, I got accepted, and I had the best times in Sydney University, and my professors were amazing. I was pregnant like that, going to class, and they were very, very supportive, and I had the best days, and yeah. It was and you only missed two classes after you had your baby, which is pretty amazing. Yes. <laughs> is there a chance that your film will be shown on Saudi TV? Yeah, there is a chance to be shown on Saudi TV. They don't pay much, so I don't know if we want to sell it to them. <laughs> but there is a chance for sure. Hi there. Uh, congratulations, it was a beautiful film and you did a fantastic job in dragging the best out of that very talented young actress. Um, there was a very conservative quote in the film where it was something along the lines of a woman is, is naked when she speaks or a woman's voice shows her nakedness. I just wonder how much of your own life you're exposing through the film and some of the struggles that you've had to go through, um, sort of living between Australia, quite liberal society, and Saudi Arabia, much more conservative one? Well, I came to Australia just to do my master's, but before that I was totally in Saudi. I lived all my life like in a small town, exactly like this girl. But I had, it is a very good question because I had a, my, my family is very traditional. We never had like traveled to the West or anything. My parents don't speak English. And, but they were very supportive, very liberal in their own way. Like, yes, they had 12 kids, <laughs> but they are very, they, I've never felt like there is something I can do, like my brother can do and I cannot because my father always wanted us to have equal chances and that is not, not very typical in Saudi. So I had this safe environment at home, but once I go to school, I know where I am, where I stand in the society. And yes, I had teachers like that, and I was forced to confirm, and I come from a different place from home, where I am allowed to have a little bit of normal life, sort of. I am, and then I go to school, and it was for me, yeah, I, it was very, exactly like you described it, coming from this place and confronting, but. Yeah, so that is why I, I was able today to be a filmmaker because my family allowed me because they never stood, they never forced me not to be. And people would write to my father, like tell him they will send him letters and 
telling him, you are an honorable man, you are a very respectable man, how come you can let your daughter appear on TV and make films? And it's such a tribal society that there is a lot of pressure on like fathers and brothers to keep women. Um, hi, so my question would be, um, you, the, the movie is about how society is, as you said, is very like, between two cultures, kind of. But I think it's also about childhood, more, more than anything. That's what's universal in that movie, and you kind of said that already, but I was just wondering how much is uh, your experience as a child over there in this movie? Is there a lot of that, or is just maybe just how you... Like her? Invented something or? No, I, I wasn't like her. I was very not a good student. Ask um, <laughs> uh, Richard. I was the, the nice person pretending that I do everything. And <laughs> no, but uh, I based her a lot on my niece. I had a niece who's very feisty, has a great sense of humor, a hustler. And she will never take no for an answer. She used to go outside and beat all the boys and stuff like that. And, And then she, my, my brother became conservative a little bit and she confirmed. She left a lot of, she had a huge potential to do a lot of things and she just gave up and she wanted to be part of what is happening. And I feel, I felt sad and I felt like this film, I hope to inspire girls like her to just embrace who they are and that's very important. Congratulations to you and your family for allowing you the freedom to be who you are. However, during the school scenes, when they were imposing the Quranic uh, rules, I was suffocated. Did you get that, but you just said you conformed, conformed to the rules. Was there ever a feeling of suffocation by this ridiculous uh, stance that they promote in the name of religion? Well, of course, sometimes the, it's a strict interpretation of Islam sometimes is difficult on women because you have to cover completely and you have to not do this and not do that and it's very difficult and I'm sure for me for any other and other girls in Saudi and it's very important to to move towards a moderation and uh, I think it is happening now in the, in the Saudi society it's a very religious society it's very conservative there is no way that we will not be but it's very important to just be to accept religion as something that gives us love, gives us hope, and respect others, and, and all what every religion is about. And um, it is very important to, to move towards that direction, and not to be very much about being militant and about fighting with everybody else and all that. So... Marhaba um, Haifa. Ahlain. I'm just telling him I knew that you're Saudi. I'm waiting for you to speak up. Uh, well, um, as Saudi citizen, again, I'm very proud of you. Actually, our, our nation needs uh, uh, women like Haifa to move forward. Uh, and I just want to say you are the creativity that we can see and listen to. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, see, I told you, Saudi Arabia is changing. Here. <laughs> thank you so much for your gift to cinema. 
Um, my question is, have you started your next feature? Have you started writing it? I haven't. <laughs> but hopefully very soon. I want to work with the same producers who did this film. They did Waltz with Bashir. They did Paradise Now and they did Wajda. So now we're working together on the next story and hopefully we'll go back to Saudi and make something. But yeah, we're trying to find the right project, but nothing yet. Hi, sorry. My question was, um, because there are some of us who are volunteering for the festival and we, get, we unfortunately miss out on these films when they're screening, um, would this film come after the festival? Would this be screened um, in Sydney at the cinemas? Oh, yeah. We have Hopscotch and they're one of the best uh, distributors. I'm very grateful for them. I'm very proud to be one of their lineup. And they will bring the film to, um, uh, to audiences all over Australia, September, mid-September, uh, mid, yeah. So mid-September, hopefully you will, can watch it. Maybe at Dundee, the Orpheum, that is where we, we used to live in Mosman, so I used to go to the Orpheum all the time. So I hope it will be like my dreams to see it there, so I hope. So thank you very much and best of luck with the film. Ta. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming today.